Welcome to a well of being. Well, press start. Search the menu. Pick the new game or continue. Playing difficulties that make you put down your teeth. This ain't that Final Fantasy IX from years ago. Peace and blessings. Back again, it's your boy, Mr. Wild and Free, with another episode of A Well of Being, a podcast that provides a space to dive deep on all things spiritual, metaphysical, philosophical, technological, and existential from the mind of yours truly. It's a well, not the well, because there's absolutely more than one way to be well, and of course, a well has depth to it. There's so many ways to be in this life, and as we seek to find balance and duality, I want you to know it's okay to define for yourself what it means to live life well. Let's get into it. On today's episode, we will be talking about NFTs and the digital art space, this new paradigm, this new frontier that we are stepping into with the advent of blockchain technology. Now, we've talked about blockchain here and there across this podcast, uh, but today's episode is really fascinating for me. It really brings it all full circle in a way. As a creator, as an artist, and in many lights, uh, I've done the visual artistry, I'm a music artist, uh, I'm just a creator at heart. This new space that we are emerging into is going to be life-changing for all of us, every artist out there that takes the opportunity to, you, you know, put these things into place, to take advantage of these opportunities. So let me just go ahead and dive in and start by explaining what an NFT actually is. NFT stands for non-fungible token. Fungible basically means you're able to replace or be replaced by another identical item, mutually interchangeable. Think about a dollar. If I, if I paid you with a dollar, if you gave me back any other dollar, it has the same value. I would be okay with that. However, if I gave you a very specific trading card, let's say I had a Blue Eyes White Dragon holographic Yu-Gi-Oh card, and you gave me back a regular Luster Dragon, I would be quite upset now, wouldn't I? That card could then be considered non-fungible. It's a non-fungible asset. So a non-fungible token is simply a token on the blockchain that allows an asset to be specifically minted in limited quantity. Now, that is literally breaking us into the era where we are about to see an emergence of trading cards and trading assets and digital assets in a whole new way. And it's going to be really awesome. This is also going to be pretty big 
for the gaming industry. I've already seen so many different articles and blog posts and YouTube videos about how NFTs are going to transform the video game space. All of those countless hours that gamers put in to creating their characters, to getting that special shiny sword or that special outfit uh, for their character, we may be looking forward into a time where all of those assets are actually yours. Like you own those assets and you can carry them with you into other games or even if the game server goes down or the developer stops making the game, those assets are yours and you still have control and ownership over them, which is fascinating. <laughs> Again, like this whole space, I'm like really like in awe about. So that's non-fungible tokens. These NFTs are created on the Ethereum blockchain, primarily at least. That doesn't mean that there won't be other cryptocurrencies or that there aren't already other cryptocurrencies and other companies that are developing NFTs. But I would say primarily got it start with the Ethereum blockchain. Now, Ethereum, for those that don't know, is basically the, the second runner up in the whole blockchain cryptocurrency space. Uh, there's Bitcoin, and then there's Ethereum. And it is pretty impressive, all of the various applications that the Ethereum blockchain is used for. They were the first to develop the smart contracts, uh, which are those self-executing contracts that don't need a third party for arbitration. They have created the space for dApps or decentralized applications. And now their Ethereum ERC standards have evolved to incorporate things like non-fungible tokens. Now an ERC standard, uh, let, let me go ahead and define that for you um, via Yahoo. Thank you, Yahoo. An ERC is an acronym that stands for Ethereum Request for Comments. ERCs are application level standards for Ethereum and can include token standards, name registries, library, package formats, and more. It goes on to say that anyone can create an ERC, but it's the author's responsibility to clearly explain their standard and foster support for it within the community. I'll make sure to leave a, a link to that in the show notes. There's plenty of ERC standards, uh, just to name a few. There's the most known ERC-20, which is the, the standard API used for the fungible tokens, right? Trading assets as uh, like Ethereum tokens as a currency. And then you have ERC-223, which protects users from accidental contract transfers. You have ERC-721, 
which is the most popular of the non-fungible token standards. And with that, while fungible tokens can be divided, non-fungible tokens cannot. NFTs can be owned and transferred by individuals as well as consigned to third parties. NFTs can represent ownership over digital or physical assets, like I just previously mentioned. And then you have ERC-809. This standard is used to rent rival NFTs, non-fungible tokens. An NFT is described as rival if it's use slash ownership by one individual prevents simultaneous use slash ownership by other individuals. ERC-809 allows an owner to rent access to their rival NFTs using a standard set of commands and users can view all past and current rental agreements from a single wallet interface. That sounds a bit confusing, but I'm going to clarify a little bit on that in a second here, okay? And then just really quickly, there's also ERC-1238. This is a standard that covers non-transferable tokens or badges. And a new one that is really fascinating is the ERC-1400 for partially fungible tokens. And this one was just explained to me last night on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is an excellent space to learn about blockchain technologies and crypto, that whole ecosystem. It's between Clubhouse and Twitter. Everywhere else, I'm not sure. But for me, I have found the most knowledge about cryptocurrencies and blockchains and the people who are invested in that community on those two platforms. So if this stuff interests you, hop on Clubhouse, get on Twitter, and start searching for people who are talking about NFTs, DeFi, decentralized finance, blockchain, crypto, et cetera, et cetera. Now back to the ERCs. Basically, those are just six quick examples. There, Again, there are tons of different standards. Anyone can make them, but it's up to the community to actually adopt the ones that will actually be standardized. <laughs> so ERC-809 was talking about renting rival non-fungible tokens and being able to rent access to that NFT. Now, this is important and useful when there is like a one of one. What is possible with NFTs is that you can predefine how many of an asset you actually want minted. So really cool. There are already a couple of platforms that are adopting the NFTs and running forward with the artist, curator, collector, creator spaces. And it's, it's it, incredible. It's incredible. You have a Rarible. You have Worldwide Asset Exchange. You have Portion. And you have Super Rare. And on these platforms, creators and curators, 
collectors alike can go on there, create or share or bid on art pieces and come out with an exclusive piece of content, an exclusive piece of art or the money. <laughs> What's dope is that there are already familiar artists that are taking advantage of these platforms and putting their artwork into NFTs and sharing it with the world. Dead Mouse is using Worldwide Asset Exchange. You got Tyga and Lindsay Lohan already on Rarible and tons of other independent artists um, and other, you know, prolific in their own right artists that are already on these platforms. It's an aspiration of mine to go ahead and jump on these platforms as bright and early as I possibly can, which is why I'm diving deep into this space, trying to understand the, the terminology, getting to know the people in the community around it, learning the ins and outs so that I can contribute my artwork to these spaces. With that said though, with these platforms, with something like Rarible, as a creator, I have the option to decide whether or not I want to create an NFT that is a one of one or has multiple instances, can be minted multiple times. And that's really dope. That's really dope. On top of that, I get to then determine a royalty rate for that piece of art. So this is the first time ever where artists can get in on that secondary resale market and be compensated appropriately for each and every time their artwork has been resold. For each and every time their artwork resells. So to like the McFlies, the Blue the Greats, the Wave Loops, the all of these prolific artists in our time, this is a great opportunity to share your art in a way that really creates some residual passive income for you, regardless of how it resales in the secondary market. Now with the ERC 1400, what I've been hearing about this partially fungible token is that as the creator of one of these assets, you can then decide how or if that secondary resale gets approved or not. Like imagine that, like imagine you have a piece of art and you say the value of this thing is no less than $1,000. Then you can prevent somebody on the secondary market from reselling it at anything less than $1,000. And similarly so, if you say this asset can only be sold for $50 or less, let's say you wanted to do, to do that, you could then prevent anyone on the secondary market from selling it for more than $50. Now, I'm sure that there are many implications around this, but I think that that is at least Fair enough for the artists, the creators themselves, to be able to determine 
how how they want their artwork to be presented to or shared with the world. And if that's the artist's determination on it, then hey, let that be what it is. I think that having that type of control and power and autonomy over my own artwork would be phenomenal. So that's what really interests me about the ERC 1400. I'm definitely going to have to look into that a bit more, but really fascinating nonetheless. Okay, so I don't want to talk you all's heads off too much today. That's basically it. I just wanted to share those resources, the, that early terminology, just to kind of get your feet wet within the space, knowing what an NFT is, knowing about the ERC standard and, and how this digital art space is starting to grow and evolve. I'm going to share a couple of links in the show notes, and then you all can have at it from there. If this, if this interests you, you now have a starting point. One quick question before I go, though. What are your thoughts on this new technology and how would you as a creator or a collector take advantage of NFTs in the digital art space that we are emerging into? With that being said, if you're digging the podcast and enjoying these deep dives, it would mean the world to me if you subscribed to get updates on every episode by hitting that subscribe button hitting the like, hitting the bell icon, whatever you call it. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. If you've already done that, you're loved, and your life is just going to be full of abundance and prosperity, okay? Speaking that into existence for you. Now, feel free to follow me personally on at MRWildENFree. I am still going through with the February flowing series for this year. We are on day 17. 16 days down, you all. I am excited because I have just, I would say about a week and a half left and I just got to stick it out. I got to stick it out. And I'm excited to be able to push through the rest of this consistency challenge. I would love it if you all were to participate or to share and to enjoy the journey that has been taking place thus far uh let me know which which ones you're rocking with and and how you want me to approach these last couple of days you know who knows i might be able to take some of those suggestions and create something really dope and most especially i'd like to speak into existence for you happiness understanding perseverance wherewithal fortitude magnitude gratitude (laughs) prosperity financial freedom and so much more well until next time y'all take care (laughs) Mr. Wild and Free 2020 flows February 20th let's go Press start, search the menu, pick the 
Make the new game or continue Playing difficulties that make you put down your teeth This ain't that Final Fantasy 9 from years ago Consoles from the next generation Steady racing, boost the frame rate Go and get your payday Esports ain't no short form of entertainment Amazing how colleges embrace it But well wait, back in my day I skipped school to play sick Just to control Kratos with the flame spin In middle school the teacher swiped my Game Boy When some badass kid stole it out his desk He couldn't pay for it, never tried to It was silver, I was blue Pokemon and gold Sun, on and on and on and on Playing versus matches with my sister and Tascan Soul Calibur, Kila Cat, my favorite weapon Nowadays on PS4 I slice them up and set it up Devil may cry but the style is impeccable Super Smash Brothers when my brother bring the switch through PS5 next up on the menu <laughs> Well